Welcome back for another music interview. We have Dark Knight, aka Eugene Humphrey, aka Zach, aka Swankstar. We oh. in the building, bro. How y'all doing? <laughs> good, good, good. How's your day, man? My day's been good, bro. My yeah. day's been good. Just been a chill day. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, first off, shout out to all your fans because we basically didn't have to do no work. <laughs> yeah, they they bro. came bro, through. Nah, my family's just crazy. I love y'all so much, bro. Yeah, like, all we gotta do is just hit record and except just. Except for one of y'all. One of y'all, y'all Okay, yeah. Nah. yeah nah. <laughs> I'm when not I say right. crazy, like, bro, nah, nah they're nah, insane. Yeah, yeah they're on hands, yeah. bro. Yeah. Um. So, city name's Dark Knight. Yeah. What's the origin of that? Honestly, bro, like. <laughs> I was just like, so I used to experiment with drugs all the time. And like one night I'd taken an edible and I was hit and I was like, bro, Swingstar is not a good rap name. Like I need something new. And I was just thinking of shit and I was like, Dark Knight sounds cool. So I just went with Dark Knight, bro. Mm-hmm. It's not really like story behind it, but I've kind of been like building a little something with it. Okay. You feel me? Just so throw like, the X on that make it different. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> but I've been building like a little aesthetic around it slowly mm-hmm. as I go. So yeah. Yeah, I fuck with it. So when did you get into music and how did you know you really wanted to take this far? Bro, I've been in the music since, like, I was a kid. I remember, like, as a little, little kid, I used to watch Usher on TV and Michael Jackson. I was like, yo, one day I want to dress up and be performing on stage just like them, you feel me? But, like, I want to say, like, eighth grade, I was watching uh, Big Dolls TV and Futuristic, mm-hmm. and it was a nerd rapping in the hood prank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I was like, bro, if you could freestyle like that, like, I could do that. So I just started rapping on the back of the bus, and then eventually it just, like, started hopping on beats, and then... I'm here where I am today, bro. Mm-hmm. Speaking about rap, um, what transitioned you from rap to rock? Honestly, like, I so, like, as a kid, since, I, like, my parents are Jamaican, and, like, so, we didn't listen to hip-hop. My mom's religious, so I couldn't listen to rap. So it was just reggae, dance hall, and then I started getting the rock and shit. Like, I used to wear Slipknot shirts in mm-hmm. kindergarten and shit like that, mm-hmm. bro. So, like, I always liked rock, but I didn't know, like, what my sound was in rock. Until, like, two years ago, I started listening to The Cure, post-punk, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, then I was like, you know what? Let me just try it. And then, bro, that shit just worked out. And I love that music so much. I feel like I'm way more in tune. And I can, like, be more open and expressive than mm-hmm. in my rap songs, you know? Yeah. So, we, so obviously, you have fun when you have me making music. So, we're like, give me your top five, like, favorite times of your career so far. <sighs> For sure, when I met Snot. That was a crazy night. So who's not? Snot. He's a, uh, another rapper from Florida. He's mm-hmm. big rapper now, but bro, he's fire. And like, mm-hmm. me to him really boosted me to where I'm at now. Uh, another moment, <clears throat> I'd have to say Lucky. When I performed at the Lucky show, mm-hmm. bro, that show was so crazy. Because like, I've never performed in front of a crowd like that, especially yeah. the music that I had at that time. So like, for me to perform in front of like 500 people and get so much love, like, bro, that shit was so crazy. Like, I had the mosh pit going crazy. They pushed me out my own mosh pit type yeah. shit. Like, it was so fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of going into that crowd control and all that, what have you learned from that show, and what are you going to continue doing in your next few shows? With shows, like, a message to all artists, it's, real, like, it's just energy. Like, if you give good energy, the crowd will give you good back like good energy back you guys will just bounce off each other so like really just give energy granted the music i'm doing now isn't like as hyper fast paced as it was before but there's like there's still ways to like give that energy and receive it back you know mm-hmm. so let's go back to your favorite moments you was at three so let's get two more oh, yeah there. another one uh honestly last year when uh patrick cctv mm-hmm. reviewed my song Cause like uh, it was my first time in Florida actually, and I was at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Ebor. Yeah. And I was just watching the stream, and I said, sent him the song on Instagram, 
And I was like, oh, he's probably not going to get to it. Because it's like thousands of niggas in the street. So I'm like, there's no way he's going to listen to it. And I hear the horns from Hustle. I'm like, yo, no fucking way. And then he reviewed the song and like people loved it. It really boosted me even more because like he reviewed another song on there. He put it on a playlist and I started getting on repost channels. And like that song just took off. Mm. So that's definitely another big moment. He's even like, so my producer tag is Dark Knight Ego Jard. Yeah. That's Patrick CCTV from his stream. Oh, okay. So, that's yeah. Fine. That's fire. So where were you coming from? Like you said you wasn't in Florida. You said you was coming oh, down. Oh, yeah. So I move around a lot because I'm like a military kid. So yeah. like I've lived in Germany. I've lived in Japan. I've Damn. lived in North Carolina, Philly, New York, Washington, now Florida. So at that time, which was last year around this time, was uh, I was in Washington. You was watching. You came yeah. down here, and then you met. You watched well, the live stream. I went to uh, Florida first. I'm not Florida. Philly, my fault. Philly. I went from Washington to Philly, and then like I came down here in December. That's oh, fine. So yeah, I've, I've only been, been here for here, a little. And you're already having this nice following going. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I knew Florida was a move after the Lucky Show. It's like what I was saying. Like that energy I just got from Florida. I was like, yo, like Florida's really the move. So, mm-hmm. so you already met. You had a few shows. You already met Snot. You have any dream collabs with anybody? Dream collabs, bro. Lucky for sure. Got to do a song with Lucky, bro. Lucky's so hard. Snot is a collab that I'm like I'm going to have that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how or when, but I'm gonna collab with Snot. Um, I want to branch outside of my genre too, or like the new genres I'm experimenting with. So, Pink Panthers, I Dress. Who else? Mainly those who honestly like Pink Panthers and I just because I like I mess with them heavy. Mm-hmm. And I also want to mess with like some of the underground artists as well. So like Real Young Phil, Polo Purse, a lot of the guys in Surf Gang. And then out in L.A., I want to like collab with NASCAR Aloe, Josiah, people in Death Proof. Okay. Yeah. And I've slowly been like getting close to doing those things. So, like I've worked with some Death Proof artists such as uh, Emotional Zan, Summer Lone. Shout out to him. He fucks with me. So I'm trying to get a collab with him going. Yeah. That's, that's that's good. So yeah. you have a in your early career, you're really like you you're progressing really well. So what do you what you plan on doing to excel that and keep it going up? Like you said, you said you was gonna experiment with different genres, but like yeah. expand on that a little bit. So like I've transitioned from aesthetic rap into post punk, dark wave type music, and I'm also messing around with uh, synth pop and like electric house dance type music as well. Mm-hmm. So I want to collab the genres together i don't know how i'm gonna do it but i'm gonna make it work and it's gonna be so far when i do it bro i've seen someone else do it and i was like dang bro like that's exactly how i want to do it but i'm still gonna do it and do it in my own way and uh i've also been creating my own genre it's called aesthetic drill so it's like the aesthetic rap i was doing before Mm -hmm. but i'm like adding a drill twist to it and it's like it's so far it's heavily relying on samples but it's so far bro so like you being from so your parents are caribbean correct yeah yeah yeah. so how has that influenced you like in your music has that influenced you in a heavy way of like of being open and being like dance hall like you say you want to mix oh, yeah. you want to mix a lot of things so yeah. how has that like helped you On, like so with jamaicans i feel like music is our thing like we literally created rap when you think of jamaica you think of bob marley you think of music like we're just so in tune with music and shit like it's a part of me so like i want to do dance hall Maybe we'll see. I want to mix dance on reggaeton, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. The culture around music in Jamaica is so amazing because it's like so many artists use some of the same sounds, but it meshes so well. And there's no like beef, like oh he stole my flow, he stole my sound. Like not nah, like they'll literally take all them and put it on one tape together, and it's so far like. 
Stop that door. Stop that door. I have like a two more phrase. Go ahead. Um, what's your process when you're creating music? Honestly, so all my music, I have to like, I make it. How do I explain it? So my music for me is a form of expression. So like, I'm horrible at talking about my feelings. Like, if you ask me how I'm feeling, I cannot tell you like at all. But like, you give me a beat. And I can put all my feelings out on a beat. So for me, it's literally like trauma dumping or therapy. So if I'm feeling down, I'll be like, damn, I'll shut my phone off. I'll put my headphones on, sit on my computer, and I'll just search through beats. Excuse me. And I'll find a beat that just hits. I'm like, yeah, this like this is fire. So then I'll just go in. I'll sit there right for maybe like 10 to 20 minutes, and I'll just record. Okay, so who's been your biggest support? Like, you know, is it being mainly your family? Is it your fans or is it your friends? Like, how is it like you all came together? Um, I would say my f- friends and my fans. Like, my family, I'm not gonna lie, they don't <laughs> support the music. <laughs> but, like, my friends, like Ty right here, and my fans, bro, they ride for me so heavy. Like, it, it's insane, bro. What struggles have you had so far? Like, musically wise? Everything wise. Everything wise. Uh,. Big, like so I move around so much so it's like when I move new places I don't know anybody mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard restarting everywhere I go and then getting used to the culture of the place but that's what I like so much about Florida is like I moved here and it like it just clicked like that like I'm already on tour I'm already doing shows I've already gained so much fans here mm-hmm. so like it's just a struggle of networking and then another big thing I know a lot of underground artists can relate to is just money and like getting into the industry because i feel like there's so many gatekeepers when it comes to the industry like everyone wants to be spotify playlisted everyone wants sync licensing things like that but it's so hard to get into because like the industry has such like a tight hold and tight lock onto it so that's like huge struggle i feel like a lot of like me and a lot of underground artists deal with but on the other hand like don't you wouldn't you think from being in germany and being from um philadelphia like you said and all these all these different places like you get to expand a little bit better because like Let's say if I was doing music, I can't. I'm only based in Florida. Yeah. I kind of got to compete against everybody in Florida. But if you go yeah. here, 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 you increase your chances everywhere. Yeah, no, that's facts for sure. Because, like, if I look at, like, the analytics on my music, my fan base isn't just, like, oh, I'm this city. Like, no, I'm, like, everywhere. Houston, L.A., Tokyo, England. Like, I'm all over the place. So, like, it definitely does help because I've moved so much. So I've met so many people in different places that I can connect with. But it's, like... I feel that it's different if I had, like, a core place and, like, a core audience, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. somewhere to really build out and claim is, like, I'm from here, you know? Yeah, I get that. So, yeah. what's, like, some of the best advice you got in from, like, you know, whether it's your fans, family, or friends? Uh, honest, I would say be consistent and, like, really, like, put yourself into your songs. Because one thing I've learned about music is, like, you can rap about, you can rap or sing about, the highs of lives and how nice you're doing and stuff but not everyone can relate to that mm-hmm. everyone can relate to pain because everyone's gone through some sort of pain some sort of trauma so it's like talking about that on songs you're more likely to relate to people and get like a reaction out of people because they can relate to it more than other stuff so definitely like be in tune with yourself and like comfortable enough to open up on songs okay um what do you want to be remembered by that's tough. I've thought about this a lot because, like, 
there's so many things I want to do. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you're already creating your own genre. Yeah, like so I'm, so I'm a big dreamer. Thing. There's so much I want to do. Like a clothing brand, I want to start my label. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's smart. That's smart. Yeah, the main thing I want to do right now is I want to start a movement in Tampa. Like, it doesn't have to be like an alternative or a punk or emo movement. Like, not just a movement. Cause here in the city, we don't have a scene. You feel me? Like, there's no oh, that's the Tampa sound. Like, yeah, we have Rod Wave and some other big Florida rappers, but they're not like oh, that's Tampa. Lies. You feel me? So I want to start a wave and start a movement here to where, like, everyone's like, oh, that's Tampa. Like, that's Dark Knight. That's so-and-so. That's Mm -hmm. Big Eyes Guy, CMB Tie, like that. Yeah, they're going to take a lot of collaboration. Yeah, it will, but I know for a fact I can get it done, bro. Because, like, I'm I'm just, like, I'm a natural-born leader. So Mm -hmm. it's, like, I know that I'm going to get shit done. I know how to go about getting it done. I'm already on the path to doing so. So you so you're trying to bring that spotlight to Tampa and obviously yeah. you're making the right right you're making the right step you're making the step in the right direction <laughs> yeah by you know I see you trying to go on a Florida tour now yeah. and so how was that whole process like like that process is honestly crazy because uh, I shot I met Reckham shout out Reckham bro I met him a month ago because my music was blowing up on TikTok so all these people and like the alternative underground like yo like let's collab and shit he was like bro I'm on Florida tour right now so. I was like, after his tour, I was like, yo, I want to do my own Florida tour. Mm -hmm. So one thing I was set on is I'm going to do a show in Tampa. And I got that shit set up. And then after that, I got another show in St. Pete. And after that, I got a show in Miami. And I'm setting up for Jacksonville. So it's just like, yeah, I just put my mind to it. I was like, I'm going to do this shit. And I got it. That's what's up. So how has media... Cause you saying that you your stuff blew up on TikTok and it's helping you bring you know everybody together, bringing different fans yeah. from every from everywhere. So how media really helps you in that aspect of your career, bro? The internet is like it's a blessing and a curse, but it's given the platform for like no matter like what type of person you are, or anything you can find your niche, you can find your people. Mm-hmm. So it's just like the internet's given me the ability to build a community. So it's like I can build that community. And people not only from Tampa can like participate in it or join in it. You could be in Indonesia and join. You can be in somewhere in Africa and join. Like the internet just gives people the chance to connect like we never have before. And it's also given us the opportunity to make money in like ways we never were able to before. Like I can make money on streaming music. Like people make OnlyFans, bro. Like <laughs> you think thirty years ago people were thinking about that? Like nah, bro. Like. You can make money off your phone and live off that. Like that's crazy to me. That was smart. Was smart marketing. Like, yeah, exactly. Are you telling your story? Yeah. About yeah. The yep. Tickets and shit. <laughs> yeah, I posted. Uh, so I had like this old screenshot of this girl's OnlyFans account, mm-hmm. for, like how much she made. So I was like, oh, my OnlyFans is popping, bro. Like, go check the link. Yeah. And you and click you on the link, and it goes to the ticket sales for my show. So it's like little <laughs> things like that. You feel me? Give you a little edge on the internet. Wait, so did you did you click on the link? <laughs> I was, I was like, I was like, no, I clicked on it because I was like, no, pause, 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 like, so I saw a bitch, respectfully, women. I saw. Did you click on the link or not? Yes. That's all he did. That's all he did. But I only clicked on it because I saw him having like women on there. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker running an agency or some shit. And I'm like, I'm like, this motherfucker got bitches just lined up, and he's out here running shit. They do, bro. Exactly. Listen, I, I used to I, I used to do that shit on Twitter, bro. Like I used to when I was a big meme account, I would promote girls OnlyFans. I'm like, yo, like, oh slide me this or give me a free trial, bro, and I will retweet your tweet. I'll like it. I'll comment on it, and that's like a whole yeah, business, bro. Like you see those big OnlyFans girls on Twitter when all the meme accounts comment. Yeah, it's because yeah. they in business together, bro. 
So it's like it's how artists yeah, do. I thought so like, motherfucker with the pimp. That's what I thought. I mean, we ain't gonna speak too much on that. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, but it's yeah. like with music, if Ty sends his tweet to the group chat, or I mean not his tweet, his song to the group chat, or his post, we're gonna like on it, we're gonna comment, we're gonna share it, and it's like that goes the same with any business like networking. So it's like. All right, so nah, damn fuck. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, stopped too fast. Oh, I thought about a question. Is now. All right. You've been doing army call outs the last. Week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> All right. So, what advice would you get to any young and rising artists now? Uh, find your voice. Like, find what you want to do. Don't. You like it's cool listening to your favorite artists like okay I want to make music like this but don't get so caught up in the trying to sound like them trying to use the same beat like the little things they do like make it your own you feel me so like people can listen to my music and obviously tell my influence like oh he likes Snot he likes Lucky he likes Molchat Dome and these things but it's like I make it my own one thing I always say is art is like no art is original really because mm-hmm. everyone's redoing the same thing like mm-hmm. we're at a point in music I feel like it's hard to like create a new sound or be original but you can take something and revolutionize it and make it your own so like to all new artists like find what you like and then make it your own like find your voice and then you're good bro like once you find your voice you'll find your audience and then from there you can keep on building you know yeah dang he does he does stop quick as fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> i told you um so you're talking about moving a lot do you plan on staying here or are you are at some point were you gonna get up and go my thing is like since i moved a lot as a kid i can't really stay one place mm. so ADHD <laughs> not for real you say they only get a six-month rental yeah. <laughs> so what i hear the network and dick no what i want to do i want to be based out of town like i want this to be my city mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna stay one city so like obviously i'm gonna be like all right i'm gonna be in tampa i'm gonna be in la i'm gonna be in atlanta i'm gonna be in new york so I'm gonna bounce between cities like that. You feel mm-hmm. me? But like Tampa will be my main place. So if someone asks you where you're from, you're always gonna say Tampa. Yeah. Okay. Before I would say Japan, but it's like I've started to get established here. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm a Tampa rapper now. You feel me? Okay. I'm a Tampa artist. Where's the strangest place you'll perform? Like I'm talking about like fucking on the war. Right. Y'all great weird shit. Listen, bro. I wanna like perform at an orgy. Like this nigga's fucking in the background, just me performing. Oh. I don't know why, but. A what? That shit just lit to me, bro. Orgy. Performing at an orgy. Performing at the orgy. Yeah. Like halftime show, motherfucking. Yeah, like that's how you should just. Like, you feel? I don't know. I always like to say my music is just like me fucking the beat, bro. So like I might as well just have people fucking to the beat too. I also want to uh, sample. <laughs> I want to sample a girl for a song. A what? I want to sample like a girl moaning for a song. Okay. <laughs> that's not bad. That happens yeah, that, all the that's time. That's fine. Yeah. I got a lot of weird shit I want to do on my shows. Like, I want a designated... I, I don't think you can say... Keep going, keep going, I think you can say little people. Little, I want a designated little person for my show. All the shows, I want to get, like, an inflatable boat. Have a bro like, in the boat. Like a big booty surfing. little... I didn't say all that, bro. <laughs> I didn't say all that. I don't think I got to have relations with a... <laughs> that's just a little... Oh, no, I was talking about, like, you boys. buy some... Hold on. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I, buy I, I, what? Bro. <laughs> I don't think you can buy them. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Rent them out. Like their Lego <laughs> Rent them out. I mean, I guess that's more fair. Okay, you're wild. Ty game canceled. Ty game canceled. I don't know. This, this yeah, when you go to his show, when you go to Ty's show, hey, you're going to have dancers walking through the halls and shit. I'm <laughs> fucking... You no, better watch out. I do out. not support trafficking in no way, shape, or form. You should get like a like a, a little person security team. No, That'd what, be fire. Bro, no, what I want for my security team is like 
a bunch of goth girls, bro. Just walk around with like chains, bats with nails in it. I already got like a few of them that follow me that's like ripped, bro. Have y'all seen JoJo? No, I have not seen JoJo. Jo- I don't Jo's think I want to see JoJo. No, I've seen, I've seen like my friend <laughs> oh. showed me a few yeah, scenes, but I haven't. Yeah, they I, look like JoJo characters. Like they be doing the poses and everything. I'm like yo, like y'all my security in the future, bro. Like I just want like buff ass golf woman just as my security, bro. Like just me in the middle. Fuck, clothesline a bitch. Yeah, fucking, bro. Nah. Imagine you trying to run up on me, you get jumped by six golf girls, like stomped out in platforms, fucking. bro. Die, clap, fucking. I need that. I need that. <laughs> this motherfucker gonna try to get his security team on himself. Oh god, bro. <laughs> yeah. I might have to disguise myself and attack them myself. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Is Dark Knight back there? <laughs> fucking start running and shit. Beep, beep, beep. Nah. Um. So, in all the areas you've been, what's your favorite collabs? Um. <sighs> my favorite collab. I'd have to say Ectoplasm. Just because the song exists, like, oh, wait, hold up. <laughs> what fucking name did you just say? His name's Ectoplasm. That's my boy in Atlanta. Shout out to Ecto, bro. I love you, Demi, you shit. But like, that's a name. Yeah, Ectoplasm. Uh, I, uh, but the O is an X. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, everyone in Demi has got to have an X in their name somewhere. <laughs> but like, exist. I didn't think exist would be the song it is, cause like mm-hmm. it literally was a song that. I made three days after my ex had left me. So it was literally just, like, venting on the beat. So I was like, oh, you want to hop on it? He was like, yeah. And bro really made the song, like, come to life. So that's, like, by far got to be one of my favorite released collabs, I'll say that. Because I have some unreleased collabs that are fucking, they're fire, bro. Like, me and Ty got some songs unreleased that are going to be fucking amazing. Me and Keto Key got some songs that are, like, unreleased and fire. Like, I got some shit in the vault, too. I bet, I bet, I bet. So speaking of stuff in the vault, so what's um any new projects you got coming out by the end yes, of the year? Yes, I have a song dropping next week, Strange Girl, which is going crazy on TikTok, bro. Like it's the uh, song I was talking about, the electric dance song, mm-hmm. that song. So I'm dropping that on the 19th of August, and then I'm still working on the aesthetic drill shit, the genre I'm creating. Uh-huh. So that's gonna be called Welcome to Aesthetic Drill. That is dropping. I don't know yet, because <laughs> I still have to finish it. Bro, the month of May, I recorded 50 songs. Damn. And, like, a majority of them were drill songs. Like, he was there with me when I started making the drill shit. And then going to his house every night to make more of it. And it just sits in the vault because I'm like, damn, what do I want to put on there? Mm -hmm. And then producers are sending me beats constantly. I'm finding new producers, getting new beats. So, I just, I'm going to record, like, 100 songs then pick them and start dropping them. But, yeah. Strange Girl on August 19th. And then Welcome to Aesthetic Drill sometime this year. Okay. Since you're, like, creating so much, how long does it take, or, like, when do you realize that it won't succeed that you want to, as much as you want it to be? I get discouraged easy, because, like, I'm my biggest critic, which a lot of creators and artists can relate to, so that's why I have so much shit in the vault, because I'll make something, and I'll listen to it so much, I'm like, nah, I'm nitpicking this, this, and that, so I just won't drop. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> but how do I explain it? I'll never be like, oh, this isn't working out. Like, I'm going to find a way to make it work. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, like, say my views are dropping. I'm like, okay, let me, like, find a new approach and see what I need to do and shit like that. So, like, I'll never just give up and be like, oh, it's not working. Like, I'm going to find a way to make it work. Okay. So, what's your outline going into 2023? Like, what, how you want to lay that year out? So, my plan this year, like, completely blow up. You feel me? But, like, 
I want to get on TV shows, radio, movies, commercials, sync licensing. That's my goal for this year. So, like, by the end of this year, I'm established. Like, I'm an established artist. Mm -hmm. So that next year, I can really, like, start making movements. So, like, going on cross-country tours type shit like that. You feel me? Like, collabing with bigger artists in the industry and things like that. Like, I want to be a verified, like, established household name in the underground by next year. Some so anyone want to shout out before we get up out of here, bro? Shout out to Demi Youth, bro. Everybody in Demi Youth, I love y'all. Light Samurai, Ecto, Hellboy, Hayes, Big Guy Sky, Eddie, Surge, Pluto, bro. Everybody in Demi Youth, I love y'all so much. Thank you for the support. Shout out to my homies here in Tampa, Ty, Sky, Pook. Who else is there? There's Reek, bro, Danny. Suave, shout out to y'all and then my fans, bro. I fucking I love y'all so much. Like y'all don't even understand. Like I would not be here without my fans. Like not just musically, but like physically here. Like they really like saved me and really pushed me to keep going. So I love my fans so much and shout out to y'all, man. Right, so, and go ahead and uh shout out those songs you said you was gonna drop and you said next week, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, go so, one more time. Next week I am dropping Strange Girl on all platforms, which is August nineteenth. As well as the Dark Knight tour is going on right now, so I'm going to be in your city. I have Miami on August 12th. I have St. Pete on August 20th. And then I have my show, Dark Knights in Tampa, on August 27th. So I hope to see you all there. And that's Dark Knight. Another music interview down. We're going to have sure. him on again in a couple, you know. Well, in a, gonna in a little while. In a little, yeah, not going to put no timetable on it, but yeah. in a little while. We'll catch be up. For we'll sure, be we'll yeah. in a whole different space, hopefully. Yeah. We're obviously, right, we're going to I'm excited right, to see that. We're yeah. both going to have to grow, and then we're going to oh, go yeah, on from sure. there. Absolutely. We will, man. We will. So, yeah. Okay. That Thank was that. Thank you for coming. Of course. Oh. Thank you for having me, bro. Yeah, Arigato gozaimasu. All right. That's all it is. Yes, sir. Let's cut.